Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Nathan Scott. Thoughts from Nathan Scott. I'm Nathan Scott. <laughs> um, I know I'm laughing, but I'm really not. I'm feeling good. Not, not that I'm, you know, physically not feeling good. It's not that. I'm going to share with y'all or you guys um, something that I have thought over over the years. And in my thought of this subject matter, I... uh, I was real heady about it. Mm, yeah. I was real heady about it. And that subject matter was, or is, should college athletes get paid? Yeah. Should they get paid? Now, why have I been thinking about that over the years? First off, I played sports. I didn't play on a collegiate level, so... Let me go ahead and get that clear. Uh, I play basketball. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about two people that I knew were elite athletes. Elite. Elite. Yeah. One was, one I knew growing up He was my age. We went to school together. And we were in Cub Scouts together. And I saw him off and on. I even went to see him play. But I get to that. And another I knew while I was a kid, but he was already playing on a collegiate level. So let's say I'm like 10 or 11, maybe 12, maybe a little older. I could have been in high school. I doubt it. But... He was playing on the collegiate level when I was like a kid. One eventually went to a collegiate level. Okay. Both played football. Both played football. To describe both of them were to describe one of or if not the best physical build that I saw as a kid, like it was unmeasurable to what the normal guy looked like. And this is a fact. The one I'm gonna talk about, the one that played for the University of Georgia, his name was Afonso Ellis. You can look him up, Alfonso Ellis. 
played for the University of Georgia. He was a star, a starter. He was built like a machine. And as a kid, you know, we would see him around Christmas time. I knew his family, I knew his mother, I knew his, his um, brothers. I knew his uh, nieces, nephews. I still know, I'm still, you know, close to his family. I know his brother's wives, their kids. I mean, you know, I really know him. And he was a great player. I didn't know what level, how good he was in high school. I, I didn't understand sports at that age to know there was a high school level. And sports has morphed where kids are more in tune and more educated about sports than we were, just being honest. Yeah, I grew up in, uh, I, I was born in 77, so. You can put that together. I grew up probably in sports in the, in the 80s and 90s when I got to high school. So sports was different, you know, how we understood. But there were always people that were great athletes around me. Now, I, you know, I, had, I, knew, I knew gold medalists, like, as a kid. So for some reason, I was surrounded by people that would, you know, achieve great heights in the athletic world. I went to a real bad elementary school, so that might be why. One of the guys that I'm gonna talk about, he went to that school with me. And, uh, but let me finish about Afonso Ellis. Afonso Ellis, y'all look it up. Afonso Ellis was like a very positive person. Very positive. Extremely athletic. Looked like he was like, he came from a family of great athleticism. And he, uh, he did. He just, he just came from it. But he definitely had it. He was like one of the younger ones. He had a, a brother younger than him. But he was like the next one, you know, like one of the youngest ones. So, Alfonso, yeah. Well, he died. He died of brain cancer. Or some form of cancer. If I'm, I, I thought it was brain cancer, but some form of cancer. I could be wrong. I, I apologize to his family if I'm wrong. But I know it was a form of cancer. Yeah. He played football and didn't get to pros. All he knew was football. And he died. Now, you know, I know he lived a life, of course, but I heard when I heard that, I was like, what? I can't believe it. Like, it was like, huh? And it made sense to me. It still don't. I mean, you know, I can be logical. But I just be guessing. So I don't know. But I do know he played football for the University of Georgia and he was a star. 
and he played on the defensive type end. Like he was, he would use his body to block. Yeah. The other one I want to talk about is one that's very important or means a lot to me. Even though I know Afonso, I knew this guy like since kindergarten. He was in my kindergarten class and you knew it. Like (laughs) he was like a giant in kindergarten. It was hard to explain. Like I just remember like him sitting next to me and like wondering why he was so big. I didn't get it. He was bigger than all of us. Like he was just like this like adult in our class. And his name is Jesse Tarplin. Jesse Tarplin. Yeah. Man, dude, he was a very you know, the real true gentle giant, gentle giant. Gentle giant, man. I mean, so friendly. And I remember thinking, like, why Jesse's so friendly and he's so big? <laughs> I didn't get it. But Jesse was friendly, but he wasn't, um, you knew Jesse wasn't soft. He, he had a toughness about him. And he was rough. But he was, he was just very friendly. He was just like this nice guy. And, you know... I remember like thinking like, dang, it's cool to know Jesse. <laughs> because, you know, I was, you know, we were kids, but it's just, he was so big. It just felt like, dang, this is my friend, you know. And I went to see him play when he um, he got drafted to uh, Georgia Tech. He played for Georgia Tech. I remember seeing Jesse play. I seen Jesse play on TV and everything, so. And. I just saw it from a distance, you know? Like, I didn't even care nothing about Georgia Tech until I heard he was playing there. I was like, oh, I like the school. And to this day, it's like one of my, you know, favorite teams. (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah. I can see it now. I remember it. I see where I'm sitting and everything in the stadium. The stadium was just, like, off the chain. Like, the energy was just beyond. I never witnessed anything like, and I was, you know, I was young. I think I was like 15, 16. I could have been, no, I was a little, no, I was regular. No, I was old enough because I was hollering at chicks. So, yeah, I wasn't, you know, I don't know if I was, I was in school. That's where I was. Yeah, I was in school, but I wasn't going to tech. But I was in school, and I just remember, like, going to that game. My dad had tickets. He went, too. My dad remembered De- Jesse all the time, you know. We talked about Jesse. Oh, Jesse was so big and talented. I hear my dad now. I'm like, yeah. He was like, dude was, like, ridiculous. He was the best in the nation for linebacker in the nation. And coming out of Cross Keys High School. The best linebacker in the nation. Put that together. And I remember, like, I don't know. I knew he was a star. Like, Jesse gonna be a star. So I went and did my thing, you know, like, man, Jesse doing his thing. And I had a couple other homeboys. I had a homeboy that, you know, won a gold medal in the Olympics. I couldn't believe it. Like, I went to kindergarten with him. And he was, like, so fast. He was so fast. He won for the long jump. His name is um, 
Dr. White Phillips. Yeah, and this is all at a school called Tony Elementary in Decatur, Georgia. It was more than them. And it was some talented dudes. I remember dudes dunking basketballs in elementary school. I ain't making this up. And we had those high goals. They were higher than 10 feet. It was a, it was a dude named um, Kevin Sutton. He could dunk a ball in elementary school. It was like sixth grade, fifth and sixth grade, dunking a basketball. I'm looking like, what? And he was fast. And Dwight was faster than him. So, and I was on the track team with Dwight. So at Mark Trail Park, <laughs> Dwight to tell you, like, yeah, Dwight was a monster. I can see him out there now as a kid. He was so energetic, so cool and positive. It's like the positive ones get somewhere, man. That's y'all crazy. Like, when you really look at it, them positive ones. I had another homeboy. He was real positive, but he did music. And he just get places because he's so positive. And it works. When you angry all the time, it just don't work. But anyway, I'm, I want to finish this. So, Jesse Tarplin. Jesse bad, yo. I ain't even gonna lie. Y'all check him out. Just check. Just look up who I'm talking about. I want you to, because it's important for what I got to say. So, I'm walking through the mall one day. It's around Christmas time. I never forget it. I'm feeling good. I got a pocket full of money. I'm looking a certain way. I'm looking at chicks. And while I'm walking through the mall, you know, I'm just keeping it real. While I'm walking through the mall, I, I, I see, first I see this girl that I know, but she young, you know, she, she younger than me. Okay. So she a girl I knew back in the day growing up. Now I see she older, right? But she younger than me, but I, I know my cousin, my little cousin, he used to like her. So I'm like seeing her, I'm like, dang, I'm about to call my cousin on the phone, right? So I, 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 I reach for the phone to call my cousin. I'm walking through the mall. Just imagine I'm walking through a mall hall, you know, and people shopping everywhere. And all of a sudden, as I'm walking through the mall, I see Jesse. He, he coming straight towards me. And I just stop him. I'm like, yo, and he and he stopped, you know, he know me, you know, and I'm like, yo, what's up? I can believe it, you know, and in the moment of me getting happy, I'm realizing that he not playing professional football. I see, I look at him and I see a Chick-fil-A uniform on. And my heart sunk. It's, man, when I tell you, it sunk. And I looked at him, and just to be real, he, I knew this man all my life. So I'm looking at him, and I, here I haven't seen him in some years. And I see like a, like a buff 50 going down his face. And I'm like, dang. This nigga got war wounds. And I know this boy went to college. You know, he ain't no street dude, you know? I'm like, this dude went to college. This dude played football. This dude was like magnanimous. 
winning. I mean, making plays. And I'm now seeing him and I'm realizing it. And he got this look on his face. And he, like, he glad to see me, but he hurt to let me see him like that because he know I know him. And I felt so hurt because how hurt he became. It's the, it's the illest way to look at it, but I was. I was already hurt. But then when I realized he was hurt, and then I saw this butt 50 going down the, down his face, I'm like, what? And this man working at Chick-fil-A. From that moment, I dislike college sports. No lie. I did. I didn't dislike it because of the great athletes it produced. Mm -mm. I didn't dislike it to see the energized games or to watch great plays or to watch my favorite sports or my favorite sports team. That wasn't the reason. I didn't dislike it because of the different schools that went against each other or even some of the races. I didn't even get involved in none of that. What made me not like it was when I saw a boy that looked like he was meant to do something and he wasn't doing it, but he did it and now he working at Chick-fil-A. It didn't seem right. It felt like, why? Why? This man gave his body. I'm looking at a buck 50 go down his face. I'm like, this man don't gave his body to this game into that team, into that school. He did. I somewhat lost being a Georgia Tech fan a little bit. I'm just gonna be honest. And I know my Tech fans are out there and I am a Jackets fan, but hear me, please. Hear me. This was a dear friend, a guy I looked at like, he, he looked like he meant to play at me, him. You had to see his neck, his shoulders, his massive size. You had to see it. You had to see it for yourself. And I'm just sitting there looking at Jesse like, nah, this ain't real. And it ruined my day. I remember, like, I, I was just telling you, I was having a good day. I had money in my pocket. I just seen the girl I knew about to call my cousin. Like, I'm in a Christmas mood, and I see this. And I'm like, what? I'm like, they can give him a job at Tech. They can make him a this, a that. A, come on. You know, made all this money off these guys, and only a certain few, a handful, go to the pros, and only a handful stay. And these guys go home, and they left with nothing. Or they got to try to figure it back out. They got to start back over when they have given a body and a mind to this sport. And you gave them the credentials for it. And you used them and you sold tickets and t-shirts and, and helmets and jerseys. The level of donations that go into these schools, the level of money they making from tuitions, the scholarships. 
And now you getting into the ticket sales at the stadium, which is the biggest money makers of all. Don't get it confused. These schools are built around sports. And now you gonna have a boy do all that and he don't get to the pros, but you got nothing for him but to go back and figure it out again? Nah, that's a major injustice. I dare anybody to think it's not. It is. That's a major injustice. Not even getting paid when people can get paid at 16 and what they, if they, maybe younger now, if they get a work permit from school signed by a principal at 16 and these kids is 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, getting abused. Basketball, baseball, football, you name it, where I need to go. Where I need to go. They making a fortune. And they been making a fortune. I mean, they've been making money hand over fist for so hand over fist money for so long. It's like y'all should have enough money where y'all could just make millionaires in college. Come on, guys. We gotta do better in America. We wanna sit here and talk about everything in America, but there's so many injustices in America, and America got to answer them all. You got to hear the cry. You don't sit there and allow it for years and years, decade after decade, and and hear a cry, and it goes unanswered. And when it goes unanswered, it the lid pops, and then you 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 miss something, and you're using these kids, you're using them. So I went to look my boy Jesse up, and then you know I said, man, let me look up Jesse, make sure I got his last name right. I'm so stupid. I had it right, but you know I want to make sure I had it right. You know, so. I go to look him up. Like, man, what's up with Jesse, man? And I you know, I've been telling my, I don't told my wife about him, told my brother about him. I don't told my friend about him. My friend, he he went to school with him. He like, oh yeah, I know Jesse. I know exactly who you talking about. He said, I ain't know you knew him like that. I said, man, I was in kindergarten with him. He was like, for real? So, I'm like, yeah. Anyway. So I went to look him up, man. <laughs> and when I get to it, I find him. And I'm like, there he is. There he is. He don't know. The boy said, that boy don't make history. He don't know. And I get there and I'm looking. And I see Jesse Tarplin killed in 2016 while being a cop in Brookhaven, working a funeral procession. Mm. He was killed at a funeral by a car. I don't know if the person was drunk or not. I can't even read it all, I was so sick. (laughs) 
make it worse, I read, leaving behind five kids and his wife expecting the sixth one. I was heartbroken. Still am. Jesse Tarplin. I hope somebody hear this. Jesse Tarplin. I'm just now finding out I'm late. I don't care. They hurt me, man. Chills went down my entire body. I was like, are you serious? I, I wanted to cry. I still want to cry. Not because I just, you know, I just feel like crying. Like, it's just so sad, man. What's wrong with our country? It's just throwing me in the way. You know, you know, I know he tried the best. And I ain't gonna say he was a you know failure. I ain't gonna say that because nobody you ain't gonna say that. He was a police officer. And me, I don't I you know I don't like police. But dang, I was like, Jesse police, I probably would like Jesse as a police officer. I know that much. I'm like, dang, one police I like. That would have been crazy. I could have got to know a police officer. <laughs> I feel so crazy, man. I should have been looked him up, feel like. Man. man. It's like, do all that, you don't give him nothing? He can remember being got to be more than, you know, we got to think more than of ourselves. What's wrong with thinking about somebody else? And giving them they just do, man. What's wrong with paying somebody if they work for you? And what's wrong with that work is play? And you know, they looking at it like, why, why treat it like it's just play? Come on, guys. We got to do better, man. These schools got to do better. I'm going to let them know, and I'm going to be on a mission. <laughs> they should never let me find out that about Jesse. I'm going to be on a mission. I got a whole, not no regular series. We going to have, I'm going to I'm gonna have a four-part series. I'm gonna bring interviews. I'm, I'm gonna be doing interviews. I'm bringing stats, and we need to get them to budge off of that. 
low block. It's time to play college athletes. It is. It's time to pay college athletes. So I'm here for y'all. I'm going to let you know. I am here. If you are a college athlete and you know you should be getting paid and you know all the sacrifices that you're putting on or that you have to keep up, you know. You know all the stuff that we don't know. You hit me up. I want to interview you. I want to tell your story. I want to talk about you. And if you know anybody that is a college athlete, y'all hit me up. You can find me on Facebook or you can find me on Instagram or you can find me on YouTube. Nathan Scott. Thoughts from Nathan Scott. Yeah. Nate Scott on Facebook. You hit me up because we got to make these people budge for real. They got to, it's time to come off that block. Time to go into the checkbook. Open it up. Open it up. It's okay. Open it up. Pull out the pen. And start writing checks to men that deserve it. You're not, they not flim-flamming you. They, 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 come on. They're not flim-flamming you. They're doing and they're being taken advantage of and you know you're doing it. And these are older people in these spots taking advantage of these boys. These ain't no boys taking advantage of boys. These are grown, manipulative, seasoned veterans at this to convince some boy to play play for their school for free. It's Pam. Come on. What is going to hurt you? Is it going to hurt? It should hurt. You hurt them. You hurt Jesse. You hurt Alfonso. And that's just two. And no telling what the number is. All the years and decades. (laughs) Why? Why? Leave them broken with nothing. Leave them trying to figure it out when they really already figured it out. But you're like, no, no, you didn't figure it out. I know you was a star here, but you ain't figured it out yet. You got to go back and try again. So what about my being a star here? Oh, well, that's for free. Now you got to go and find a way to get paid for it. That's not my problem. It's not my problem. I mean, he paid Michael Jackson. He was like, what, six, seven? Hmm. I mean, how many child stars were paid? Did you use, yo, they too young to get paid to act. So they got to act for free. It's like they found the place where. Anyway, 
we can go on and on how many kids stars got paid I mean how many how many Caucasian kids stars got paid you know it wasn't that many you know black kids stars or African American it might have been you know one or two you know what I'm saying amazing Jet Jackson <laughs> it was um different strokes when I was coming up then it became Jet Jackson it was always like one but then when you look for you know kids stars of the other you know it was a plethora of them and they got paid but all these black grown men that are playing for universities choosing to get a degree but they're you know they're adults they're able to sign contracts they're able to go to school you're getting funded like scholarship money ticket sales concessions merchandising Oh, am I? Come on. You making all this? These guys, a lot of these guys are producing, bringing in more money than one single actor for a school. Actors not bringing in money for the school. Is it? What is keeping it? You know, the the spirits low on this subject matter. What's what's keeping it? Is it the deep-seated alumni of these schools? You know, we go back in you know history with some of those. You know, I'm pretty sure they loved African Americans. <laughs> it's just so happened is in the sports where that are dominated by African Americans. I mean, uh, let's keep it real. And then want to penalize the guy if they find out he got any money in college and the school. Any money. Unless he was working at Chick-fil-A while in college. Taco Bell, McDonald's, Home Depot. Buffalo wings or somewhere, you know. Pizza stand, Papa Papa John's or Pizza Hut, delivery driver on a part time by going to school and playing football, huh? Yeah. It's not fair, y'all. Leaving them empty-handed with nothing. I mean. I will be going over this. This is not the only one. You better believe it. This is not the only one. No, 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 no. This is going to be the beginning. We got to pull this bandaid off. We got a lot of this wound to heal. We do. It's gonna hurt. Yeah, it always does. 
but it's good for us. Don't you want to have a clear conscience? Be able to sleep at night with no guilt. And you know, it's not every night you got to sleep with guilt, but it's the nights you have to sleep with guilt that you got to deal with. Yeah, you do. I deal with those nights because you sat there and watched and were entertained greatly by a young man who mom and dad saw him go tackle the world thinking, you know, he's going out, baby, to be a man. And his job is to play football, basketball, or baseball, or whatever. And he entertained you, you and your kids and your family, and many others. And the whole time he was doing it, he wasn't receiving one red penny. All the bowl games we watch, the Cotton Bowl, Rose Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, the Peach Bowl. It's so many. It's so many bowls. All the, come on, guys, tournaments, the championships, the all-star type games, all the training, and they do it for you. To entertain you. And they can't receive one red penny. And that's not slavery. Hmm. Then what is it? Because my understanding is slavery is when you're working and not getting paid. Y'all gonna have to pay him one day. Watch. You're going to regret it. And the money going to be astronomical. You think, oh, I ain't going to have to face this down the line. Yes, you are. Yeah. Uh-huh. When it gets real, when it gets overbared, when the lid popped a pop. Like any other injustice in our society, it's going to pop. And the longer you think it's not, the greater the pop. College athletes. Should they be paid? Absolutely. You're paying everybody else that works. Why not them? Because the money would be too much, of course. Well, that's, that's your fault. You the one decided to build a football team. And sell tickets. You're going to have to pay. Remember I said it first. Y'all going to have to pay. It's injustice. You always have to pay. It never goes unanswered. Don't worry. When there is injustice. Don't worry. They'll get away with it. But it never goes unanswered. Because the eventual, eventually the people that got away with it are going to have to face the music. Yeah, they're going to have to face it. And it's going to hurt. 
and it should hurt because they hurt someone else bad. More to come, guys. It's more to come. R.I.P. Alfonso Ellis and R.I.P. Jesse Tarplin. Wish you and your family the best and I pray for them. May God bless you and I'm out.